Hello and welcome to the Irish Arts of Gunner podcast. It's Tuesday the 10th of January. I'm your host as always, Jonathan Giles. Um, I'm joined by my weekly guests and we're going to mix it up from here on in for the next few weeks with uh, our different panel just to give a different opinion instead of having the same people on week to week. So uh, this week I'm joined by Brendan Boyle, Carl Ozzy Osborne, a.k.a. More Murdo than Pirlo. Mr. Merlin. How are you, lads? Good to see you. Good to see you, Johnny. It's great to have you on this week, lads. Um, we don't have Eamon on this week, so um, there'll be no controversy this week. No, we know it. Deirdre. <laughs> so <laughs> frustrating, <laughs> Deirdre. <laughs> I might get Brendan to try it, see what happens. <laughs> also, you'll be getting his own back this week. <laughs> yeah, here we go, Ozzy. It's your turn. Just don't meet him on the day, the Man United game, wherever you say about him. <laughs> <laughs> um, as always, you can catch our show on the Dublin Ursula YouTube channel. Uh, big thanks to Martin Stoneville, as always, for editing us and for sticking it up there and getting us um, uh, literally 24 hours, if even, it's up on the Dublin Ursula YouTube channel. So big thanks to him. Uh, you can also get catch us on Instagram as well, Dublin Ursula for that. And he'll um, be posting anything relevant that comes up with Arsenal. Anything relevant of the Dublin Arsenal supporters club and Arsenal FC itself, transfers, matches, etc. So big thanks to him. Uh, without Martin, I think we'd all, we'd all agree there wouldn't be any of this. So thanks to him. Uh, thanks to our sponsor, uh, clubgolf.co.uk. Uh, as always, use Dub Arsenal 10 for um, a 10% discount at the checkout. I think the retro bruise banana gear is still there, the polo sure it's quite nice so um, definitely worth having a look at, at that gear uh, catch all the matches throughout the season as always in the, the in our official supporters bar at uh, the, the River Bar in Dublin City Centre that's where you can catch all that um, last week's stats uh, 79 views, uh, 6 likes and we're up to 2,790 subscribers brilliant so, Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, in the last year, I think, I think really since August, I think we'd all agree it's just shot up, you know, uh, through the women's highlights, um, through Martin, that's that's always over a thousand views. Um, and <laughs> I'd like to think our podcast eat up some of that subscribership as well. But, um, look, it's great. It's great to see people coming back week on week. We, we seem to get the same feedback from the same listeners and viewers. So it's great to see people as interested in what we have to say now, you know. So, um, of course, um, any ideas that any viewers have, please throw them in the comment box and we're open to improving the show. Um, I know, Ozzy, before we came on air, there's a nice quiz coming up for us. <laughs> nice. Can't wait. Can't wait. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, a bottle of Merlot is for the winner. For the winner, yeah. <laughs> I think Very there was tough. over 180 views for that section alone. And um, <laughs> Ozzy saying there was a cross between him and Merlot. Uh, <laughs> Thankfully, uh, Eamon ironed that down. It was more Merlot than Merlot. Of course, on this week's show, uh, we'll be reviewing last night's 3-0 away victory at uh, Oxford United in the FA Cup. Um, nice to get into the next round where we play Manchester City at the end of the month. Um, Forced three games now against them. Uh, Mid-February and I think mid-April. 
both Wednesday night games as well, which which is mad. Uh, and we'll also be previewing uh, the North London Derby against Boers on Sunday at four forty. A big one as always, but a bit more riding on it this year, being top of the league and a bit of revenge, hopefully for what happened last May as well. Um, where we lost three in forty. Uh, we go to uh, and we at the end of the show uh, we'll be going through some transfer talk. I know uh, Miguel Aziz went to Wigan Athletic on loan, so we'll be talking about a bit about him and Joe Felix and the ongoing Mudrick uh, transfer saga as well. So that's at the end. Um, we go to last night's review. So against Oxford United, three uh, nil away uh, goals by Mohamed and Nani is four goals since May twenty twenty one. I think that might be against Brighton in the last home game, I think. And two by Eddie and Ketchy. That's four goals now in four games since uh, the restart and since Boxing Day. So he's flying with Gabriel Jesus out. He's really come to the fore now. I think we'll all agree. He stepped up yeah. to the play, took his two goals. Like, it kind of reminds me of Dwayne Wright. He used to finish. He's a bit mm. of swagger about him. A bit cheeky with his goal celebrations, but he's he's just he's becoming an all round forward now in the box, and he's so quick onto the ball as well. You know, he's he's ahead of the game. You know, when it we're in possession in midfield, and he sees a chance that he might score. He was through there last night, and he, he's very alert. That's what I've noticed since the restart. He's alert. He's quick in the box. He's skinning defenders and he's beating the keeper quite comfortably when he has them coming out. He's just has it in his head what he's going to do. And it's great to see, you know. Um, I'll go to Brendan first. Um, what did you make of the result last night? Aside from, I suppose, up to the hour mark was a bit ropey. Oxford gave us a game, but there was enough quality, I think. You'll agree, Brendan, wasn't there? Well, I think you've nailed it there already. The first hour was was awful the first half was i thought was was terrible and um they were going around they were get, getting in front of us they were kicking us off the ball bullying us basically and and, and they were they were the team weren't really stepping up to the mark at all and it was really disappointing to see and i think everyone's been talking about the midfield um and rightly so because it was pretty much non-existent yeah but, well, our, our play starts from the back and the, the passing out from the back was really slow. The only person that was trying to inject any sort of pace into it was the goalkeeper. And um, once it got up to the midfield, it was just too slow. It was giving them time to get in, get in front of us and, um, yeah, and really make more of a game of it than, than it really should have been. Um, I think once, once Arteta made the changes... I think you couldn't notice that the difference immediately and um, chances, you know, they might've got a little bit tired or whatever, but the chances came through Eddie fabulous. Yeah. Really, really good. But um, I think once, once El Nenny scored, it was, it was more of a sigh of relief than anything. And, uh, and I think that killed Oxford off. And then after that, it was just a case of, you know, quality coming to the fore, but it was, yeah, it was, it's, it's always going to be tough. In a stadium like that, allegedly the pitch was terrible, bad conditions, but it wasn't a great watch. You know, if you watch the highlights, it looks it looks great, but I say that that first hour was uh, was a bit concerning, and that's and that's that's the problem. There's you know everyone's talking about Lokonga yeah. and Vieira. Yeah, Lokonga didn't do anything. Vieira got into it in the second half, but like I'd I'd like to to bring up um, Kieran Tierney. Really taken off 
taken off again. Didn't really do very much. Didn't do anything wrong. But again, he's taken he's taken off early. That's got to be a concern for him. And whether he'll want to hang around or not is is another story, because he's too good a player. But he seems not to be fitting into uh, Arteta's plan, or could be. But yeah, just a little. That was a little concern. But as, as I'm a fan of his. But um, yeah, look, it's it's an away from home against lower league opposition, and we just had to do what we had to do, and they did it quite comfortably in the end. Yeah, it's uh, the midfield, Lukonga and Elneny, they kind of got Marcus McGuane, the <laughs> Aussie's favourite name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got slowed for that for Asia last week. Marcus McGuane. McGuane, it's McGuane, McGuane, McGuane. McGuane, I said McGuane, so I'm taking McGuane, that one. I think it was McGuane. Eamon's not here, so you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he played well for Oxford in midfield last night. You could but, but what I was saying, Jonathan, is that we were making them look good because we were so lethargic in our passing and getting knocked off the ball yeah, left, right and centre. Yeah. Um, Arteta had said previously about how we thought Vieira was, was now strong enough to um, compete at, at this level or at a premiership level. And yeah, he, was getting not, he was getting knocked off an awful lot, I thought. Yeah, but, yeah, as I said, he came into it, he, you know, two assists, which is good. Hopefully that will boost his confidence. But, um, yeah, just a concern. But it's, it's, if, we're, if, we're missing, if we're missing any, any first-team midfielders, I'm not sure we're going to be able to hang on where we are with the replacements that we have at the moment. Yeah, because, yeah, as you said, you could see when Xhaka came on, you could see straight away the difference in midfield, the confidence that the players around him, you know, yeah, where he, he chased, yeah, he chased the guy into the corner and won the ball yeah. back off him. And I think, I think yeah. he got a goal out of it, to be honest. But that's right, it was, yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. And he had a bit of part to play in in Ketchy's two goals as well. You know, you could see even in Ketchy, he was glad Sinchenko and Saka came on because straight away you could see that they all work well. Yeah. Week when there's a prem, you know, it, it, it would be a bit worrying when it gets to. I suppose the every Cup will probably be used for just the fringe mm. players. But I still think Fabio Vieira, he's got the the skills and the. Yeah, oh yeah, I think so. It's just he's very lightweight. I think, isn't he? You can see it. He's very thin, isn't he? Like he's not built mm. for that physical. I, I say I you, over, over time, hopefully he will. But I I think this season probably season probably too early for that for the demands that. We've said I, feel, I don't know if, if anyone saw the article with Eddie and Ketia and the two pictures, one from oh, 2019, yeah, one from 2022. It's like, yeah. oh my god! Now, if if Vieira can get in with the same trainer, I think we'll be laughing because I've Eddie is. Similar, like, I've got a similar picture, Brendan, but I'm, I'm in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> The belly goes from flat to out. <laughs> it's the most remarkable what I've done in four years, mate. I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> my one's pre Christmas and after Christmas. <laughs> Blame Christmas. No, you're right. What kind of shocked me? What Oxford got on top of us, didn't they? You know, they literally got on top of us. Um, so, yeah, it's. 
3 0, I'll take 3 0 away, you know, considering we struggled in the best part of the match. Um, Craig, how did you see the game last night? Yeah, um, I watched it last night. Um, slightly surprised by how strong we were. Um, I thought we might have rested to, like, you know, Marinelli and Saka. Um, although I'm not sure if the likes of Marquinhos um, yeah. is ready, you know. Um, I think you, you maybe could have started. Marquinhos and that instead of Saka for maybe the first half and then brought Saka on if you needed to, you know, it would have been good to rest Saka coming up to the Northern Derby. Um, look, I wasn't, I wasn't surprised by how kind of bad the first half was because there was a few changes. Um, you know, Eleni and Lakonga, midfield was, it just kind of shows, you know, if we lose party or Saka, you know, how much we kind of digress if Eleni or Yes, um, Lukonga go in there, you know. Um, personally, I don't think it's going to happen for Lukonga at Arsenal. I just, I think he's stagnated. Even the the documentary there last year with Amazon, you know, you could see he was frustrated that he's not playing. I think he said something to Anketi, and Anketi kind of yeah. just told him to shut up um, and get on with it, you know. Um, and that's what he should be doing. But I think maybe he's feeling a bit too sorry for himself, and he hasn't kind of progressed as much as he should have. Um, you know, he was he was captain of Anderlecht and on. Senior team for a year or two, and then he came to Arsenal. I thought he, you know he might kick on with us, but um, he, I don't know if it's maybe an actual problem with him there. But uh, he didn't play great at all last night. And, you know, the first half, like Brendan was saying, the first hour, the defenders kind of handed them a hell of the ball for too long. We weren't, you know, the ball was moving too slowly, so there was, wasn't really much happening at all. I don't think there was any shots to target in the first half. No, you know, yeah. I rather was pain you know. Yeah, it was but, um, It was that bad. It was like, I can't remember. You know, as bad as the first half as that game in a, in a long time because obviously you played so well this year. Um, but like you know, after um, sixty minutes, Jack and, and Sinchenko come on. You know, within two minutes we're one 0 up. You know, maybe that's just a coincidence, but they're obviously you know quality wise a lot better than the players that come off. Um, as Brenda mentioned, Tierney he had an okay game. I do worry for Tierney. I just do think that come the summer, we probably are going to lose one or two players that we don't want to lose, maybe. But, you know, if 40, 50 million after for Tierney from the likes of, you know, maybe Newcastle, Villa, I think you're going to take it because I just think from where we're going now to where we were maybe two or three years when we're at Teta, we've kind of progressed past Tierney. Tierney's a great player, but he's just technically, like, you know, his ability on the ball compared to Zinchenko, there's just there's no comparison really, you know. And Zinchenko plays the toward midfield when we're attacking, and I don't think Tierney can do that. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if Tierney moves on this summer. It was great to see uh, Nketiah get two goals ahead of the derby on Sunday, um, and especially Smith Rowe coming back. I think he only got, he only, only got 15 minutes or so, but you know, it's great to see him back. He looks like he's built up, built up in the gym, he built a bit because he looked like he got, he's about to put on a lot of muscle. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, which is which is good for us. I just hope uh, he doesn't break down again because we need him coming into run, you know, the end of the season. Um I've seen an article today saying that uh, that groin injury he got surgery on, he's that's been happening the last two or three years. So hopefully uh them troubles are going away from him. But uh you know, he didn't particularly play well, but he's obviously gonna be rusty being out for, you know, the guts of a year, I think it is nearly. Um well you know, I think he was a fit start of the season, but the, the injury was still at him. But um, we're going to need him and 
you know, I listened to Arteta's uh, post-match interview and I think he said one or two things um, about transfers and I don't think he's happy that we haven't brought anyone in yet. You know, we probably got we probably got all the transfers towards the end of the show, but um, I just think watching that game last night, the second string side compared to the first team side, you know, there's a there's a big difference, and I think it's really important we get one or two players in, especially in midfield, because I think uh, I wouldn't really trust Lacanga on any for a long period of time in that midfield. No, if you can't do it against the likes of Oxford, with no disrespect to them, you're not going to do it in in the bigger games in the Open League and the league. Yeah, um, yeah. and though that's always been our downfall. There hasn't been anyone on the bench to look at when we get an injury. You know, we, we've had such yeah. a flying start, and where we are in the league, mm. if we weren't top and say we were fifth or sixth, you'd say, yeah, look, that's a decent enough bench. But because we're so high up now. And you look at with City coming behind us now, and the strand that they have on their bench, you say you can see the big golf and class even on the bench. The City, then the force, yeah. yeah. Um, I did, I did think we are linked with uh, Arslog. James, I think, has said that uh, there is rumors that we're kind of looking at centre mids now, so yeah. hopefully, a winger and a centre mid come in because, yeah, you know, we need it, yeah, we do, we really do need it, whether we're gonna go for any title or not. To consolidate top four, I think it's really important that we get that done. I think it's just a bit of muscle in midfield, you know, you know, just someone that can, with a bit more experience maybe as well, you know, that, that, that's been in the game, you know, and that's won, won things and knows the pressures of being at the top of the table as well, yeah. Mm. But I'm sure Edu and Arteta have sown earmarked there, you know, because the transfer business has been really good since they've come in. Um, I think, uh, going to you, Ozzy. Um, I know Oxford had an early chance in the second half where that lad Taylor just miscontrolled us when he could have went. I thought Turner had a good game last night. He got the ball out very quickly when he got the, got the ball from crosses and all, um, which is quite good. He's very alert. Um, do you think that could have changed the game, Ozzy, if that went in 1-0? Because you know, that, that, was, that was the turning point, really, wasn't it, when they, when they didn't score that chance? Yeah, I think with any FA Cup, like, you know, the home crowd, especially uh, underdogs like that, any FA Cups, they're normally exciting occasions, aren't they? And this is possibly one of the most dullest third round. And, but if they'd got a crowd behind them, yeah, it'd, it'd have been more difficult. But I think making the changes and bringing the quality on, I think the outcome would have still been the same. It, 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 it lifted the crowd and, and certainly got the spirits up. But but it was a really boring first half, as the lads have said. Yeah. It was it was terrible. You know it's bad when the people that are standing on top of the vans to watch the first half <laughs> stood down by the second half. They've gone home, mate. They're, they're fed, up being, they're fed up for standing on top of the van. So, so when that happens, you know the game's terrible. The Oxford Olds was it, was he? <laughs> yeah. It was funny watching the police give him a run around in that car park. Oh, first half, I was more entertained by that than I was any football going on. Just watching the old, the old Bill chasing, chasing, chasing the fans around the car park by the Hollywood Bowl. I know that area quite well. Um, but yeah, no, he said. Um, I think the midfield, like like they've already said, the, the midfield was kind of non-existent in that first half. And I think what the upshot of that, what happened is the, the back forward just playing the ball between them. I know we said on the WhatsApp thread, they, they had no outlet, they had no transition. And there was, and there was one point um, when the Oxford fans, every time we hoofed it up the pitch, were shouting hoof. Now we've got a League One club shouting hoof every time we, we kick the ball yeah. up the pitch, you know? And that's that sort of summed us up, really, because we didn't know what to do with it. So we just hoofed it up the field. And that's not Arsenal. That's not what we've been watching all season. Mm. But um, but watching that, like for me, El Nenny and Sambi were both poor. Like, Sambi, for me, Craig's already said what I was going to say about Sambi Lukonga. 
when I've always defended him, but I'm starting to to lose confidence in him. And the fact that you've got people like Bellingham that's four years younger than him, yeah, um, that's you know that's quite scary, really. Um, how long how long has he got to to sort of to sort of move on from that? But um, but for me, I'm going to focus on El Nenny because Craig's already said what I wanted to. But I thought El Nenny was poor. <laughs> <That's already. laughs> the, the 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 fact <laughs> the fact that former well, parallel Craig certainly. I know El Nenny got a goal, but he, he, it was it was moments in that it was moments in that match where our um, holding and Gabriel had, had, had the ball to play out, and and El Nenny was moving in between the Oxford players and sort of creating a. He wasn't showing for the ball, and I think that's what we really missed. And I don't know what people say about Shaka, but I thought Zinchenko, when he came on, if you watched it, I was, I was yeah. in awe watching him. He was moving inside every time, and that just that just got the ball going for that transition from defence to attack. Zinchenko made a massive difference, and I was yeah. thinking about the man of the match. I was thinking, can he give it to someone that's been on that long? But but honestly, mm-hmm. he really did change the game. Um and, and and yeah, so they were physical. They're going to kick us. It was their, it was their cup final. We don't forget, and that's that's kind of what it was like. But we didn't help our cause. I think from the way we played, just hoofed it up the pitch. Not being funny, League One clubs are used to that week in, week out, and they're going to deal with Saka, Martinelli, and Eddie all day long. If we're going to play long balls, which we were doing the first half, then they're going to they're going to soak that up and do that. But um, but yeah, um, I think they're very physical. Vieira, um, I saw a cracking tweet, which I'm going to have to quote it. Um, but someone said, once Vieira switches to full fat milk, it's game over. I completely <laughs> agree. <laughs> um, because I saw that tweet and that's so right, isn't it? As soon yeah, as he absolutely. brought it, it's going to be brilliant because he showed that he showed that class. I think his corner delivery throughout the game was pretty, pretty spot on, to be honest. Yeah. His set piece delivery was brilliant. And his assist just shows us a little snippet of what he can be. And if, if anyone wants an answer why he didn't come on against Newcastle, you had it there. Absolutely, yeah. that's why he didn't come on against Newcastle because he wouldn't handle it. He doesn't handle. Yeah, he gets kicked a lot and yeah. he gets back up, but it's the physicality of it. So I think that's that's what we've seen. And um, and yeah, just yeah, to get some weight gain on him. And uh, yeah, I think he'll, he'll be all right. I can give him any tips if he wants to contact me directly. I'll happily <laughs> give him to him. That. But, but yeah, super milk, <laughs> super milk, full fat, full fat milk. That craving down stuff. No, no um, but yeah, um, but... it'll drop the chardonnay on top of it. Merlo, like Merlo all the way, um, but no, you know what we're saying about um, the midfield. Jacka came on, changed the midfield. Um, I've, I've, I've said this quite a few on a few pods, and and and, and I'll stick to this. I've, I've always said we need to strengthen the midfield um, because the minute Partey gets a knock. Um, Shaka gets not. I'd worry just Partey being out to be honest. Do you, do you think they will? I, I don't think he will. I think I, I was really hoping Douglas Louise hadn't signed a new contract at Villa because that that was for me. Yeah. The sort of the sort of player that we need. Um, someone like that who who do you replace Partey with? It's a tough one, isn't it? It does. Jude Bellingham. I'd love Jude Bellingham. We can't afford him. It's a pipe dream. That's not going to happen. I don't think you're going to need no. 50 million plus. Um, I know there's been talk of Declan Rice and stuff like that. I, I don't know. But who do you replace Partey with? It, it's a tough. Unless unless they've got. I think Danilo. Has someone mentioned Danilo? I don't, no, I don't know. About He's got the first, I think. Is yeah. he? Yeah. yeah. But like, I, I know you're saying who do you replace Partey with, but you know, there's definitely midfield options that we could buy in that would improve that midfield. Like there's not, not really much excuses because you're not going to get a party level replacement, but there's no. plenty out here that'll do a better job than Alenny or the Conga. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You've also, you've also got Craig as well, Charlie Patino ripping it up in the championship. Yeah. Yeah, like the amount of interceptions and duels won 
he's absolutely flying. And he again, yeah. he looks twice the size that he was before he left. And he's a big boy, well. again, a big boy now and and proper quality. So Maitland Niles is doing really well as well for Southampton. Is he? That's uh, yeah. I think his career is over there. He's a solid display there against yeah. Palace in the Cup at the weekend as well. You know, the chances that he's got, I've noticed that he's since um hasn't huddled his left. Graham, is, he, is, he, is he playing any Premiership games for them though? He's played the last two, and he's, he's done. He's fairly. He looks fairly solid. You know, he's putting in a shift for Jones. It's amazing what a new manager. You know, just a, a mm. bit of confidence. You know, and on a start to you, and because I don't think hasn't huddled really. He, he only brought him off the bench really, didn't he, for yeah. the last few minutes mm. again? But I'd, I'd probably bring back uh, Maitland Niles for the last few months of the season could do a job but I don't think he wants to be at Arsenal anymore does he so no. I think oh, Arteta yeah. found that out didn't he it was just as Bram was mentioning Johnny uh, Patino there and all the Blackpool so when he comes back in the summer I think you know he, he'll come back a lot stronger than he was championship and tough than any player but I think Sammy the Congo can take a lead his book because yeah. you know the Congo in the championship he'd know all about it you know I'm actually surprised he's not linked to uh, Burnley because company was yeah. his all manager, I think. So I think a loan there would be actually brilliant for him for the next few months. Yeah. Yeah, we got Absolutely. on. But we'd obviously need a replacement team then, you know. I think yeah, because no, he got I so many games last season as well, Lekonga, he probably his confidence is probably a bit low because he did start a lot last season, didn't he? He but, showed signs, didn't he? Yeah, he showed signs. That's why that's why I've always backed him up because I have seen yeah. displays. He looks he looks a player. He's got everything. Yeah. He's got everything in his locker to be a really, really good player. And obviously, yeah. as Craig was saying, you know, he's captain of Anderlecht as a 19-year-old or whatever yeah. age, you know, however old he was. So, you know, company knows a player and I, yeah. know, it's just surprising that yeah. he is where he is at the moment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, what did you make of the two goals from Eddie, uh, Ozzy? Well, very well taken, weren't they? They were brilliant, weren't they? They're absolutely yeah. they're, they're, they're like I'll, I'll make the same comparisons with you, with Ian Wright. He's a goal scorer, mm. he's a striker, he's different to Hayes. We need we, you know, we, we'll stop comparing him now, and that's good. But yeah. he'll score, he'll score goals. Do you give any chances? He'll score goals. Um, and 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 yeah, I think he's a fantastic player. That that little dink he did at the end, that was special, yeah. wasn't it? You know, it's just special just, just to have yeah. sat yeah. in you yeah, to do that. Especially when he knows the, the spotlight's on him. I know it's only Oxford, but yeah. at the end of the day, one on one with a goalkeeper, it's anyone's whoever you you know, um whoever you're playing. So I, I love I love the swagger he's got about him. I love the confidence the lad's got. He is under immense pressure. You can you can tell that but he's doing what we asked him to do. And he did that like when Abamyang left last season everyone criticised. I know we didn't get over the line like we should have done but he, he he put the goals in his numbers were great then and his numbers are great now so yeah, keep yeah. keep supporting him I'm, I'm looking for oh, again I was surprised like Craig in terms of that front three starting like Gabby Eddie and yeah. you know it's just when I saw that team line up and when Saka took a knock at the end as well I know yeah, yeah. said he's all right but he will say that anyway won't he because um, he always keeps his cards close to his chest but I hope that is only a little knock he's got but um but yeah, he was a gamble playing in. Um, and what we said on the pod, didn't we? Who's going to start up front? And we hope it's not Eddie. But yeah, I was hoping Marquinhos would have got a start for the you know for the whole game because I think he needs a, a run of games because when he played against Zurich away in the first game of the Europa League, he was brilliant oh, was and he scored that night. But he's kind of just a bit hot and cold since. But there's um, there's a there's an article out today. I, I don't know. I'm assuming you probably all have a have a read of everything during the day like myself. And they were saying that Arteta 
was probably playing the guys to show that he, you know, he has a very weak hand yeah. going forward. And and he, he has a history of doing this in January during the the transfer window. Yeah. He doesn't use any subs like like the game against Newcastle, he only brought on Ben White or no, he took Ben White off. Tommy Asu, yeah, Tommy Asu. Yeah. For Tommy Asu. And it's it's a thing, it was quite interesting to see. He's basically going going to Edu, look, I'm bollocks here. I've got I haven't got enough yeah. players. Give me something. And to be fair, like Saka, Saka and Martinelli, I thought were very poor yesterday as well. Yeah, they're very close. They, they, yeah. they were, they were, they lost possession numerous times. Both of them. So, I wonder if they did have a, an eye on the game on Sunday. You know, I probably didn't want to get injured. Like, yeah, oh, absolutely, like, absolutely. But so he he was he was playing them for a reason. Yeah, yeah. But and even on that note, Brendan, even you were saying there about you know, I think there's not much options. Um, Fabrizio Romano tweeted last night that um, I had to kind of, you know, he said, you know, I've only edited till now until Jesus comes back and, you know, there's a risk there. Th- that wasn't the full quote, but it was along those lines. So I think in, a, in, a, in an ideal world, I think Arteta would like maybe another centre forward. Mm. You know, but then, you know, you, you bring the centre forward in. You, you block Balogun. You block Balogun. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, I know Inter, Inter Milan and Ace Milan are both linked with Balogun um, mm. for the summer, but, you know, I don't. I can't see us bringing in the centre forward. You know, someone, someone have to get injured for that to happen. But you know, even your man that went to United, Weckhorst, he would have been. He would, he would have been a good uh, plan B. But yeah, somebody on somebody on loan, just just as cover, is really yeah. what we need. A big lump, basically a plan B. You know? We just take Giroud back for six months. Oh, all day long. That's exactly who we need is Giroud. That's, that's, that's why I said that on Boxing Day to one of my colleagues who's an Arsenal fan. I said, you know, I'll take Giroud six month loan straight away. Taking it. He's negotiating me. contracts at the moment, isn't he? Because he's out of contract in summer. Yeah, is he? Yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, negotiating a new contract with Milan, so I don't think it'll happen. But um, I'll 100% take him. It'd be yeah. your plan B when Jesus is back as well, someone to bring Absolutely. off. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, You're but, 20 um, minutes striker. You're a 20 minute striker. Yeah. It was 11, 11 years ago last night that Henri scored on his comeback game mm. against Leeds United. I take him. I don't think he's ready. Right. <laughs> I still think he's fit enough. To be honest, look. He's a, he's a goal scorer through and through, isn't he? What a, what a night that was! Yeah, off the bench, scored in the winner. Mm-hmm. What dreams are made of? Um, uh, man of the match, lads, uh, Brandon. Do you want to get someone? Do you want to get someone else first? I have a little think about it. <laughs> I go to Aussie. Eddie and Eddie and Katia has to be, yeah. Yeah. What is he, yeah? Carl, or is that Craig? Yeah, I agree. That's got in Katia. I don't think, you know, there's many other performances that were decent enough. Uh, you know, Vieira had a good last half an hour, but I think Eddie and Katia's two goals finishes are brilliant. Brandon, was that a bit easier for you? That makes it a bit easier, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but I was... With, 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 with a little tip of the hat to uh, to Matt Turner as well. Yeah. He was yeah. getting an awful lot of stick from the crowd. And yeah, he is one that, that worries me when he has the ball at his feet, but he doesn't really seem to make very many mistakes. Right. Now, obviously, the crowd were on him for, for something that happened. I didn't really see it, but um, he just brushed it off and carried on playing. And he was injecting pace and uh, urgency into the game. And yeah. I think he's got four clean sheets out of five games. Yeah, yeah. And he's only been—he's only conceded a penalty. I think is—is is the yeah, goal he's conceded. Yeah. So, 
think that yeah. was against Zordic, actually, wasn't well, it? Well, well done, Matt Turner, but I'll give it to Eddie as well for the Ian Wright <laughs> last goal. <laughs> yeah, I think I think this I'd probably give it just a clean sweep to Eddie because it's four and four games now since the restarts, and um, I, I was at the game at West Ham. Thanks, Ozzy. The way he took that goal was like Ian Wright, yes, but mm. the goal poacher instinct for the Brighton goal as well to get ahead of defender and to yeah. keep. He's very quick. That's what I've noticed about him. He's quicker. He's the second quicker than last season. And I think what Jesus out is just giving him a bit more hunger that I can. He's he relaxed. I can. Yeah, he can rely on him. It probably yeah. is the best way, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, he knows. He's, he knows he's playing. That's one of the yeah, things. I think he's obviously. He knows he's next in line. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he's, that he's, that he's means working. a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's bolted up, and he's got an extra. It seems a yard of pace that he didn't have last season. Yeah. Um. That victory last night means we'd be playing Man City in the fourth round away at the Etihad. Big ass. Um, we done it. We done it. What was it, in twenty twenty two one at Wembley in the semi final? Mm. Aubameyang got a double. It, it's uh, Arsenal in the <coughs> cup. You can never write us off in one half matches. Um, I think City will have one eye in the Champions League and the league, so it could be a game where we could sneak. <laughs> Being optimistic, but I think I'd probably go. I think we could sneak a 2-1 there, if I'm being honest. I think that could be a, a Sunday half hour or a Monday night game. I reckon that'd be the, that'd be the biggest fixture by the looks of, it, of all that round. Um, how would you see it, lads, uh, Brandon? Do you think we could sneak something? Well, again, again, I was, I was reading they have a big fixture congestion and we're that game, I think, is going to be in between, is it two semi-finals in the, yeah. in the League Cup yeah. if they get there? That's right, yeah. Um, and obviously they've got the Champions League kicking back in as well. So, yeah, it could, you know, it's still going to be high on their priorities. And yeah. they do have two players for every position. But, you know, on, on our day, we can beat anybody. So yeah. we just need to have the belief. And, yeah, hopefully, yeah, I can, I'd be delighted to see us beat them three times this season. I think Arteta relish is coming up against Pep as well, doesn't he? Being a big mentor that he was, he wants to show well, when, it's, when it's when it's more his team than it was before, which this season it is more his yeah. team. So yeah, it is his squad now, isn't it? Yeah, mm, it's it's yeah. head to it's a real head to head match now, isn't it? Pep squad yeah. against Arteta's. Yeah, it's, I'm looking forward to and really I'm looking forward to the three clashes against him. Mm. Um, Craig, how do you see it going? Can you see a sneak in something there? Yeah, um, like obviously it's I think it's two weeks two weeks away or so. Um, a lot of the pen, hopefully we don't know injuries or anything then. Um I think that'll be after that'll be uh the week after the United, the United game. So um hopefully everyone is fit. Uh, yeah, look, it's a cup game, you know, anything can happen. It wouldn't surprise me if there was a draw there and I went back to a replay at the Emirates. You know, I think the replays in the FA Cups are absolutely, you know, d- d- ridiculous because yeah, it's only picture penalties straight away and swapper yeah. wins wins, you know. Yeah. Um, I think that'll slowly come maybe the next couple of years because you know yeah. the replays. I, uh, th- there should be replays maybe up until you know the, the quarters. quarters because I think the lower league clubs, you know, they love to get a draw and they get a lot of money then you know from the gate from the return fixture. But um, you know, yeah, obviously um, it'll be a tough game. City will probably play um, a lot of their second side who are you know probably in the fair force force team, mm-hmm. but. Uh, Look, yeah, you know, I, I don't think there'll be as many changes as there was maybe last night, but um, I think, uh, you know, you probably have our, our four starting 11 and hopefully, 
you know, we had the likes of Mudrick or something in by then. He, he might get a start against them. Yeah. Um, you know, so, yeah. And maybe Smith Rowe could start instead of uh, Martinelli. Yeah. Um, Ozzy, do you, can you see uh, a sneaky win there? <laughs> I'll answer a question with a question. Um, what would you take, the league or the FA Cup game? Yeah, I was thinking this. Yeah, it's, look, if you, it's, just, it's all psychological, isn't it? It's, I think if you, if you go out there and get a result, it's going to it's going to make a statement like anything. Um, the egos on those touchline between Pep and Arteta, I think, um, are two massive egos, aren't they? You just know they look at them, look at themselves in the mirror before they go out of every game. They <laughs> do that together when they was at work at the city. Um, but yeah, no, just um, yeah, with, it's a cup game. Every cup game you've got a chance, haven't you? You've seen that. So, so yeah, we'd be the underdogs, I think, and 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 let's see how we react to it. It's another big game. It's another opportunity for our young players. To have a big game away in a cup, give it, yeah, give it a go. We, 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 we can on our day, we can beat anyone, can't we? So yeah, I'll exactly. remain optimistic. <laughs> it's a great thing to say after the last few seasons. Yeah, the optimism is very high, isn't it, amongst fans? Um, especially last night, there was a chant <laughs> towards yeah. the Oxford fans. Uh, Shall we build a stand for you? They <laughs> <laughs> <I> love it. <laughs> I, lo- I think there should be a car park though outside the Emirates. At least you could get a view when you don't have a ticket. <laughs> it's a very good idea. <laughs> um, yeah, so it looked a good, a good away uh, win last night against a fairly decent Oxford side. I think they do play good stuff, physical, but they can play good stuff on the ground as well. And Carl Robinson's done a good job, um, particularly at MK Don's used with for a long time as well. Yeah. So you can see them having a good season under him as well. But it's on, onwards to the fourth round for us now. Um, and onwards to uh, the preview of uh, Sunday's North London Derby. Um, 4.30 on Sky Sports Premier League as always. Um, 3-1 home in back in October. I think a few years were at that one. Um, I remember Party scored a screamer in that game. Um, and won quite comfortably um, as well that day. Um, we lie top of course in 44 points and Spurs are fifth on 33 but they played the game more than us um, <coughs> I say after last May's disappointing 3-0 away defeat there back in May it should have been originally for January wasn't it it got put forward put back for, for a good bit um, the refereeing decisions were shocking I think we'd all agree that day um, the record for holding all but ended the chance of getting anything really there um, Kane has won off Jimmy Gray's record as well, so <laughs> he'll be on out to score. Yeah, he always scores against us as well, doesn't he? He's it's just one club that the striker has his favourite thing. But I think from last May to now, and we showed in October against them, we're a different animal now. You know, and Spurs can't even acknowledge that. I think he says the way we came out at them was just frightening. You know, and I think on Sunday will be pretty similar as well. I think Arteta will have them all up for the game. Um, Spurs, Spurs are tough enough to crack to a home. You know, at London Derby is always tough. You know, it doesn't matter what type of form you're in; it's always going to be tough. You know, um, I'm not, I, <laughs> I'm not to um give any results. Predict a score nine of this one. I come to you, Ozzy. How do you see the game Sunday? Well, form goes out the window on this one, doesn't it? it does um, yeah. it's, it's, it's just like a cup game. Um, 
I hope Harry Kane don't score. Um, I really don't because I don't want him to get that record against us. <laughs> um, I just, yeah, I'm quietly confident about this more than I have been um, over the years. I've always, been, I've always hated nor not looked forward to this fixture. Um, check my calendar and see what else I can do on that day, and, and sort of watch TV whilst doing something else. But it's, it's, um, it's a toughie, isn't it? But I'm optimistic. I am optimistic. We are a different beast. I think we were a different side completely to what I lost 3 0 in May. Um, it would be nice having Jesus to play and, um, in, in this one, so missing him. It's a big opportunity for Eddie to, 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 to continue to answer his, uh, his, uh, the people that are questioning him. Um, yeah, I think it's a big, big game. Like we, we, look, Tottenham have got some quality, but I, the way they play football and the way we play football, I think it's a perf- perfect storm, hopefully. Um, we come out the blocks. I think we will come out the blocks like we've seen this in Newcastle game. Um, <clears throat> and 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 yeah, I've, I've I've done a prediction for two 0 for this for us. Um, and that might sound <laughs> uh, we'll raise some eyebrows or crazy eyebrows raise But but I but I generally I generally believe that. Um, I say I'm normally very worried or about these matches, and I'll just I'll just have a confidence about it. Um, but but yeah, it's going to be tough. Like I say, form goes out the window. We can sit here and analyse. We know we know what they've got. Um, but I, I look at their eleven. I look at our eleven. And why 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 shouldn't we go there and get a result? Um, and it's long overdue, I think, really, to, to to get a decent result at their place. So 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 yeah. Um, that's 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 my thought on it. Let's just keep Harry Kane quiet. Um, it was nice. But I think the side we'll see playing will be similar to what we saw against Newcastle. Um, I really do hope. Zin- Zinchenko keeps that left back, which I'm sure he will, um, mm. and, and and just got everything crossed. But Saka's fit and playing well for that game because um, I don't I don't think we'll see any changes unless they're forced, um, and that's through injury or, or what whatnot happens between now and Sunday. But um, yeah, let, let's hope so. Uh, let's let's hope so. Let's get with three points, and I think this is a big statement because we've got what next five games we've got Tottenham, Man United, Everton, Brentford, and Man City. So. Um, yeah. You know, so if we could get if we could get if we could get three points against Tottenham and three points against Man United, then people are gonna seriously have to start looking at us. Um, yeah. um I think it's a big statement to make. So I'd look at these next two games. I know we've got Everton away after that, we'll probably go and lose that knowing us, but but um, but but no, I'm really optimistic for this one. Um not normally. It's quite unusual for me for this fixture. But um yeah, i I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I am. Yeah, it'd be a tasty game on a Sunday afternoon. All right. Um, yeah, it's a big two games coming up for us Sunday and then the following Sunday. Uh, I know you are going to be at that one. I know you Man United at home. Um, uh, it's a big test, Grant, this month for us uh, without Jesus, you know. So, um, fingers crossed. I would have loved Jesus to be fit for this game, but um, with Anketi's form the last four games, I'm, I'm quietly confident that he'd bag one, one or two on Sunday. Um, I think my confidence comes from. So sorry to for you. Sorry, yeah. The confidence for this one comes is how it turned out at the Emirates. How how we absolutely overran Tottenham to the point that they were bringing on five substitutes and and basically shutting up shop yeah. to to yeah. stop conceding more. Um, that for me, confident. That, I think that's where the confidence is coming from, and I hope that plays in the players' minds as well. Because we absolutely destroyed them that day. Both of them. Both of them. Yeah. Um, and and. And, uh, you know, I just have a feeling, like I say, different Arsenal team. And uh, after that home fixture, I just hope that stays in the memories of the Spurs players. And, um, and, and, and yeah, hopefully we've got a psychological advantage after that defeat. 
Yeah, I, I think, yeah, we have a better defence as well than last May. Yeah. Gabrielle and Saliba are more solid than Gabrielle and Holden, that's it, yeah. Um, Craig, how do you see the game going on Sunday? Yeah, look, as, as you were saying, I'm, I'm quietly confident. I, I don't know, I don't know about 2-0 now. I, I hope you're right. I really do. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just think we always, we always can see it against Sport away. So, score prediction-wise... I'd, I'd go 2-1 Arsenal, but it wouldn't surprise me if it was a Desmond and it was 2-all. Um, you know, Spurs always get the decisions against us at their place. You know, last year, it wasn't a penalty in my opinion. And the sending off was, you know, it ruined the game. So, you know, look, like uh, where we are at the moment, we're five points clear. I don't think we're going to get many favours off the referees because, you know, realistically, the FA and the public want a title race, you know, so... You might see a, start, a few strange decisions start to go against us. Um, you know, I'm not into conspiracy theories, but that's just my opinion. Um, you know, look, it, it, it is what it is. It's going to be one of them games against Spurs. Spurs going to sit back, let us have the ball, and they'll try to count to us like they always do, you know. Um, I, I, I presume uh, Kulosevsky's son, Kane, will all play, so they'll just try to count, counter us uh, and let us have the ball. You know, we'll have possession. But it's just, it's, it's whether what we do with it, you know. Um you know, they, they might kind of take a leaf out of Newcastle's book and they might kind of defend deep like they did. So it'll be interesting to see how we get on. Uh, dear, I just, I do hope we do, I, I really hope we do start quickly because, you know, if we get one or two goals in the first, you know, first half or so, we could kill them off because I realistically, I think if, it, I think if we go one or two and up against them, they're not going to come out, you know, they're not, they can't really play. They have no playmakers. They're a counter-attacking team. And, yeah. you know, I watched, them, I watched the game against Palace they were absolutely dreadful in the first half. I know they beat Palace four 0 in the second half, but you know they're not a good football inside. So we, we, I think we really owe Spurs one away because we haven't beat them in a, away in a, in a good few years now, you know. And I think we really do owe them one. Like you know, we, we are a different team, as Ozzy said. Um, you know, men, mentality wise, I think you know we've grown a lot since maybe the game you know last April where we kind of fell apart as such. The referee didn't help us there, but. Um, I, th- I think we really do all these one, and uh, as Ozzy was saying, I think the next two games, you know, they're really important because a lot of clubs and uh, pundits, fans, etc., are probably looking at these two games, saying, "Let's see what Arsenal are made of," you know, because if we don't win the next two, or if we to get, you know, two draws, or we lost, you know, a lot of people be like, you know, I told you so. So I think at a minimum, I think the next two games we need four points, but obviously I'd love to get um, six points because. Uh, I think uh, come the City game mid mid February, I still hope we're you know ahead of them or level. You know it might, it'll make things more interesting because you know <laughs> my worry is that uh, if we drop a few points, City might go on a seven eight game within run and then you know you're, you're kind of you're, you're you know you're behind them then. But uh, I'm quietly yeah. confident and I'm hoping uh, you know we can deal with them there because you know they're not a great team. No, we haven't won at all at the new stadium there. Have you? I think we drew one all. Lacazette scored a scraper, didn't he, that day? And yeah. I think we lost 2 0 and then 3 0. I think it was the other two games, yeah. Um, I think with sports finishing ahead of us as well over the last few seasons, I think that's really given us a bit more that this isn't going to happen again. Because I was just looking at this before I come to you, Brent. Last, last season, stats for us 
was 22 wins, three draws and 13 defeats. And already you can see some turnaround after only 17 games. You know, it's been an amazing turnaround in one in a half a season, not even a full mm. season. So it's encouraging signs. Um, how do you see, Brandon, the game going on Sunday yourself? Well, my... Um... My brother-in-law is a Spurs season ticket holder. We have quite, quite a bit of banter now. The last few, the last few years, I've been getting in in the uh, in the neck quite substantially, and uh, he actually said to me a few weeks ago that he was very worried about this Arsenal side, and I think that's basically says it all. Last season, we were sort of we were wobbling, and we we got to got to, to the game against them their stadium was absolutely hopping it was electric everyone was going on about it and they knew if they if they beat us we weren't really going to get the Champions League and that really played into everything yeah and uh, like we went into the cauldron holding got sent off everything went against us yeah now this year it's a little bit different we're going in pretty much mid-season they're not going to have as much fire in their bellies, I don't think, and that's going to help us a little bit. Yeah. And um, and I also think we we have a far better defence. We're a better side. Um, as Ozzy was saying, I hope Zinchenko is in there. Um, yeah. I think he will be. I don't think Arteta will change the side. And I'm the form Eddie and Ketia is in. I'm delighted. So we have pretty much a full strength somewhere going into this game, with the exception of Jesus, obviously. So we haven't really got anything to fear. We, we go in, we're on form. They were they were in really bad form up until the second half against Palace, which which amazed me because I was watching the first half as Craig mm. was saying they were terrible, right? But um, it might have given them a little bit of a confidence boost, but hopefully not. I think if we go in and as I say, I was at, I was at the game at home and we tore them to shreds and they did bring the subs on just to not get hockeyed. So I think that's going to be playing on their mind. I think they know they're not as good a side and um, and hopefully Arteta will have it driven into us if he wants to bring the photographer back into the dressing room again. You know that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what a speech that was! Absolutely legendary. So. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah I, I I think we've got we've got everything going for us. Everything that we could have going for us is there. We haven't had we could have got a couple of suspensions before the game, that didn't happen. So we we go in full strength side, and you know the world is our oyster. It's time that we we did actually start performing over there because yeah. we haven't in in a number of years. Yeah, you know, we, we scraped a draw a few years ago, but apart from that, they always seem to be beating us. And beating us handily enough, so yeah. you never get good refereeing decisions there. That's a fact yeah. as well. So, now I think I hope we go out and we start at a million miles an hour. As Craig was saying, if we get a couple of goals up against them, they're banjaxed. Yeah, no way. They can only play on the break, yeah. and they can't even play on the break very well against us. So you've got pace with Saliba, you've got pace with Gabriel, and with uh, Ben White. Sinchenko's not as fast, but Hopefully you have, you know. That's that's the only concern if 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 they try and beat them for pace down on that side. But yeah, apart from that, I'm you know I I, I don't think I'd I'd want to tempt fate and say we'll win three 0 or two 0 or anything. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> I tell you yeah. one thing, 
It's the strongest eleven we're going to White Hart Lane in a long time. Absolutely. This, this eleven, as you said, this this is and as you just said there a second ago with Zinchenko, he I think he got sent off for City. I think they were beaten two 0 when I think Bergvine scored in his debut against him. I think he got sent off and he was cover pace. So hopefully, fingers crossed that doesn't. But I think he's grown as a better player, hasn't he? That since that day, he's you know he's hmm. that day teaching something. You know, he never put a foot it wrong again. You know, I put it wrong, made a wrong decision under. But, but again, again, Spurs have to play to beat us because they're at home. Which yeah, they have to come out. Play, yeah. Which again plays into our hands. They can't. They mm. can't do what Newcastle did. Yeah, and stand no. literally shut up shop because the it's crowd will, will tear them to shreds. Yeah, again, which plays into our hands. <clears throat> so I think Conte's under a bit of pressure as well, isn't he? Well, he's not under any. He's not under any pressure at all because he's going to leave. Yeah, he don't want to be there, does he? No. Yeah, he's probably done a walk no, away. He said, oh, "I'm happy. I'm happy." He's no more happy than a man in the moon. He wants to get shot at him, you know. <laughs> I think he's gone the summer, lads. I think Pochettino probably goes back there. I think that's a rumor. Is yeah, well, they they'd love him back. I know I that. Yeah, you, take a note out of Aston Villa. They won their New Year's Day two 0 and they played really well. So uh, hopefully Emery gives us blueprint there <laughs> how, how to yeah. be Villa or how to be Serie Spores. Yeah. No, I think we've more than enough to be Spores on the day, but it's, as you, as Brendan says, Whitehead Lane can be called and can't just free mm, as, you know, long as, we, as long as we don't get overawed by the occasion, which yeah. we were last the end of last Sucked season. Yeah, but I think this yeah. 11, where other years you'd probably say Zaka would get a red card in midfield. This year, I think agrees, took a step back from that. And he's more concentrated, isn't he? He doesn't do silly things anymore. He's more for, further for, forward. So yeah, if anything, yeah. I think the only way we lose this, you know, is, is maybe if the referee kind, you know, referee, you know, starts giving them crazy decisions because yeah. you know they're not a better football inside to us. So yeah. you know, we, we should get a result here, but then I just don't know what, what way the refs are going to go or far, you know, because you yeah. look at us against United last year, you know, remember. Martinetti scored a perfectly good goal and he gave a foul when it wasn't a foul on Fernandez, you know, but look, mm. it is as it is. We just have to do what we can do. That's that's the end of end of the story, really. So, yeah, yeah. I, I'd be quite I'd be Fingers like awesome. I'd be quietly confident getting so look, let's just not lose the game. Yeah. The, you know, the main thing is come out of Whitehart Lane with something mm. and go into the United home game and go for that for three points, you know, because we're still we're we're still in it, but City are creeping fast up after that draw against Duke. Amazing what one slip up, you know, they're right five points behind. We could have been what eleven in front, you know. It's small margins, but that's what wins and lose. Yeah. But the team, one thing I can say, game on game this season, the team are learning every game, and we're not making silly mistakes. Where where you know he he has it drilled into them from Monday morning to the next game week to the next game. They've really bought into it, you know. You could see, you can see that from that that eleven that this is his squad, as Brandon said, and it's time to start. He's had what three and a half was two and a half three years now. He has to get this right, or if you don't start winning trophies, you know where you end up. Like Graham Potter, you know, I think he's starting to think what's his best decision, you know. Um, but I think Eddie was Arteta's had a lot more time, and he's got the players in that he wants compared to Potter. I don't think. You know they're kind of handpicked for Potter rather than 
the, the ones that you know and that's Chelsea will sign whoever they want because they're just showing the you know the, the checkbook guy oh, or whatever. Aren't they? Yeah. They're an absolute circus that club. Yeah. You know, except yeah. except Mudrick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um we I suppose we move on to the transfer, we get that out of the way, the spores can we're going for a hot away win. <laughs> um, can, I, can, I just, can I just add before we move on to transfers? I just looked at the team we played against Spurs at Tottenham last last season in the three 0 Back four is Tommy Asu playing left back, Gabriel who went off after seventy six minutes, Holden and Cedric. <laughs> yeah. With El Nenny in midfield with Odegaard and Xhaka who was also on the booking. So so looking at that back four, Tommy Asu playing left back, Gabriel Holden and Cedric. It's a completely different side now, isn't it? Yeah, oh, absolutely. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, it is, Gabriel, yeah. Gabriel's the only one you'd, you'd play out of that, isn't it? Um, yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah. I miss Cedric. I forgot about him. <laughs> he cast the plans, <laughs> didn't he? <laughs> yeah. And we, hopefully we ship him on in the summer. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, I don't think he's part of the plans, really, is he? Um, I, just thought, I just thought I'd add that because I thought that's quite an interest. I, I, I forgot what that team, how depleted that team was. Yeah, yeah I but, forgot that as well. Yeah. Oh, we were to, uh, completely depleted that night, you know, and Holding was just unfortunate. He got sucked in by San for the first 15, 20 minutes. You know, he was really up for a holding, but just too eager. To, you know, too, that, too you know? yeah, and that's what sucks you in. But hmm. Salib and Gabriel don't really be, you know, <laughs> we say that in the rear red card after two minutes or something. <laughs> yeah, uh, right, as he were holding you responsible if we lose this game, you're, you're too eager. Put down, put down it. Um, okay, we move on to transfer news. Um, uh, Joe Felix looks like he's going to Chelsea, doesn't it? That looks like they're done. They've agreed pay, to pay his um, eleven million pound. I think is it over this no, next nine month? million? I think nine million is it? a staggering amount of money. And no. Gavin hasn't really gone in from because he's done. They bought him for one hundred twenty million euro from Benfica, and I don't think he's done really much that would give us much, you know. I don't know whether he'd fit in at ours. What do you think? Do you think it looks like it's all but over? But um would you have a liking Joe Felix at Arsenal? No. Ozzy's not shaking his head there. I, I think it's madness. I think he's a good player, don't get me wrong, but there's no option to buy on that deal for Chelsea either. No. Yeah. Which is which is madness. If there's an option it's to buy deal, if there's an option to buy, I'd have gone for it. Um, you know, I'd have been, I'd have, I'd have been, I'd have been quite gutted about it because he is a good player. But by the time he gets settled into Premiership, you watch him, you watch him fly now. But by the time he gets settled, in my opinion, by the time he gets settled in the Premiership, it'll be time for him to go back. Um, because he ain't yeah. just going to come here and tell it. You look at Fabio Vieira. I'm not saying he's the same sort of player, but you know, similar sort of build. Sort of, you know, I don't know, just some similar sort of player, and mm. he's taking him time to settle in. Um, they're both talent, and I don't know, I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't. Looking for him to come. I thought the deal. He's a he's a he's a player as well, Ozzy. He's only I think he's only started two league games all season, and he's maybe played four. Yeah. So he's not, he's, I know he's he was involved in the World Cup, but again, he wasn't starting all the games, so he's not going to be completely up to speed to come into the craziness of the Premiership. So, uh, and that was that was the one thing that I was against if he was going to come to us. I thought he's not really going to be ready. And I just, I, for me, I know I had a rant on the WhatsApp group about this because I just think we're, we're better than that. We're better than that. It's quite a, to, to loan a player like that, um, yeah. to build them up for another club. That's it's madness. I don't know. Like, yeah, it's Chelsea. Yeah. I, I don't know how I'd feel about it because I'd feel the same as if Arsenal had done it. I, I just, I've, I've never fancied that deal. Options to buy, that's different because like Odegaard, 
we did that with Ada Garden, utilised that really well, didn't we? Whilst you know, there was clauses in there we could put a bid in. Yeah, and I think, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that works. But so I think that's fine. But when there's no option to buy, you you kind of no, no point unless you've got no players. Yeah. I say no. if we weren't in the position we're in last position wise, say we were in seven or eight, what Chelsea you're in. I say there probably would have been a possibility we would probably would have gone for that, Felix, you know, just to get up the table, you know, and I'm assuming that's we're not, that, we're not at that, are we? We're not at that position. It, it's, a great, it's a great, it's a great look. Tenth. Chelsea are 10th. 10, 30? Jeez. But did you see, like, the, you know, the point you saying that um, uh, Felix picked Chelsea over their sporting project. What project do they have, like, at the moment? You know, a 10th in the table. You know, mm. like, you know what? I, I don't I don't hate a lot of clothes, but I do hate Chelsea because they just they just try to check up at everything. They had a brand which now they have this fella Todd Bowley, who seems to think they can just sign any player he wants in the world, you know. Yeah. Um, I think I seen a thing in article the other day that their project is to sign the best under twenty three players in the world and just hope it'll, it'll happen, you know. Um, you know, Joe Felix he can go there because of any project. He went there because he's gonna get paid his full wage from Chelsea. They're paying the nine million or whatever it is. To Atletico, you know, to be honest with you, it was a little bit at this point we didn't get him because I know Ozzy was saying that maybe we, we wouldn't fit in, or but you know, where we are on the table, I think you know, if you get that quality of player for the next four or five months and he was to help you to you know finish the top two or win the league title, you know, you don't really care about the money. Mm. Um, but what I do see, you know, long term wise, I think it maybe would have been a mistake to bring him in because. The way we're going with transfers and that he's not the type of player that we're looking at. Um, you know, well, you know, you're talking about money for paying for him, and then the stock was paying 80 million for Modric. Well, he's 21, 22 year old, and he fits into kind of the mold that we're looking at. Um, but I'd rather say, like, you know, if, if that 10 million is put towards, you know, putting in the 70, 80 million bid in the summer for Declan Rice, then you know, I'm, I'm all for uh, not going for Felix, but um. It, w- it would have been nice to get him, but he's not going to do anything at Chelsea. He might score a few goals, but let's sign a new deal at uh, Atletico you know, before he goes, I think. So I don't really see the point in going to Chelsea. I don't know what you're going to do. He might get him up to six or seven on the table, but I think Chelsea are 12 or 13 points off top four. So I don't know what, what he's going to really do for them. It'll keep the fans quiet. That's all it will do for them. Yeah, sure. They're going, they're going crazy over a Bamiyang doing nothing. They've they've got they've got loads of centre forwards to be fair, and none of them are performing. So there's something out right there, Chelsea. Yeah, no, that's the fact. I'll probably take a quote that Eamon always uses: "It's time to burn the house down there, you know, and start again." But that's something Chelsea don't want to do. They just want a quick fix. That's what they keep, Jonathan. That's what they keep doing. They keep burning the house down. Yeah, with fifty pound notes. Keep bringing in the wrong players. Really, isn't it? Yeah, so much average players there that they need to kind of do what we did the last year or two. You know, buy a few players, get the rest out and reset. But, you know, Chelsea fans over the last 20 years have been kind of... Spoils. Spoils, you know, and they think they're entitled to be winning titles and that. When they're yeah. not, you know, they're, you know, they're, they're a small club from the west of London who, you know, only became a big team because of, you know, money. So... No. I think that probably I probably can see Aubameyang probably going to Saudi Arabia or something by the looks of by the end of this window you know I reckon mm. they'll ship him out by the end of this window because he, his interest is zero and he's showing what he's done with us as well Arteta's decision was right in the end you know he's just mm. one of those players that 
is in a huff, you know. <laughs> he was brutal when we won one nil there and was in November. He done literally. He got taken off, didn't he? Early in the second half, really, really di- disappointing from the player he was because he was. Mm. I'll give him one thing. He was prolific for us. I mean, over the you know he did, but his scoring ratio was really good. But for some yeah. reason, the only the only the only thing I think the only reason he went to Chelsea was to play for uh, Thomas Tuchel. And Thomas Tuchel got sacked after five yeah. games or something. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> you've got to feel for him a little bit, to be fair. But, yeah, he's a man that doesn't look like it. He wants to be there and yeah. they don't look like they want him. So I don't think Potter really wants him neither. No, he doesn't fit into the... He's not a team player, really, is he? He's just it's really... the Arsenal tattoo on his arm that, that they don't like. I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like... Robbie Keane, his dream was to play for every club that he signed for as a boy. And his dream is to be personal manager. And it looks like that's going to come true. Jesus, you had great, great dreams when he's a kid. All coming true. <laughs> um, yeah, I suppose we go on to, we've been on it's been a long show already. Um, Modric Lads, do you think this will drag on till the end of the transfer window? Or, I reckon. Might? It's hard to say, really, isn't it? Like it's, it's a lot of talk today. There's a lot of talk today, isn't there? Yeah. More by, the end, by the end of the week, he's done. So, yeah, I, I, I think it, I think might be done by the sports game. Do you think yeah. so? Yeah. We've got till noon like, on Friday, haven't we? We've got nine till we? noon on Friday to get him. Yeah. Him. It looks like Chelsea. I think, I think Chelsea are used as a, um, you know, a bit of noise in the background to try, to try push us into the deal. I don't think Chelsea are really ever gonna get him because I don't think he wants to go to Chelsea. You know, the former Russian owner. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So, Hopefully it's done by the weekend. I don't. I can't see him making his debut against Spurs, but hopefully he's in the squad for the United game because you know we need him. And hopefully the last week of the window, then we're surprised with maybe a, a midfielder. Danilo mm. again, aren't they? So it's, yeah, I don't, I, don't know, I, don't, I don't know who they might go for because I, I can't see us getting Tielemans. I, I think that maybe I should for sale because I think if we really want Tielemans, we could have got him. Mm. Um, hopefully they're looking at some. You know, some said I made somewhere because uh, we definitely need one. I know I've seen a few links with uh, Unahi, uh, the fellow who plays that I made for Morocco, the number oh, eight. Yeah. He was very good, you know. But again, I don't know if that there's any truth in that, but I think they're looking for 25 million for him. So I'd like your man Amrabat that played for Morocco. Mm. To, I think he played for Watford maybe as well. I think he might have had a stint. But he played really well in Marcos de Ball had a lot in midfield for Morocco. He's su- he played superb. I think he'd be a nice fit there. You know, he's energetic and he he gets he gets himself about as well. Uh, yeah, I do think we need a, a winger and definitely a midfielder there just to cover. You know, because Saka and Party Party always seems to get a knock more easier than Saka, doesn't he? He seems to be more injury prone. Yeah. Um, but if we can get that done by Friday, change the short sayings. <laughs> Here we go. That's <laughs> great, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's isn't why you it? get that you've gone for, for so long and you, you actually signed them. It's really great. Go ahead, Ozzy. I think that, that, it will lift the club, won't it? If you get a signing like Madrid. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know too much about the guy. Really he'll, lift, he'll lift me because I'm a massive fan. I'm Mudrick all the way. It's a lift. If they can get it in by Friday, the, the talk is there's so much talk now. It's something's got to happen. I think yeah. I think you're right, Craig, about um, Chelsea getting Felix as well because that, that's almost like a knee jerk reaction to missing out on Mudrick. I, I do think yeah. Chelsea probably were in for him. And they just that Felix has been progressed because they've they realised that 
it's done with Arsenal, but there's a lot. I say a lot of talk on the socials about mm. Mudrick's done, um, but mm. we'll see. We'll see. But, um, but yeah, I think Zinchenko might have turned his head as well. That was a great. Oh, that absolutely. That was really key having it there, right time, right time. Zinchenko's an Arsenal fan, and he always has been, so He was always an Arsenal fan when he was younger. Always an Arsenal fan, yeah. And obviously, he's been in Mudrick's ear, Mudrick being, you know, such a hot property. He's like, right, come to us. You know, and that's what players do. They, you know, come to us. We need a winger. Look, boom. Yeah. It's and like it's, and like John to Gakpo, he he recommend you know and come to us and you'll see. Yeah. And there you go. Yeah. It's amazing what one player can turn his head. You know, you got, you got agent, money in, yeah. agent Eduardo as well, didn't he? Because he went to the last game, didn't he? Yeah, he, so to, that, yeah. he was at the Newcastle game. He's and and, and he, you know how he was treated. Arsenal he was treated with a lot of class. Worthy after his injury, when he scored against us for Shakhtar, um, yeah. the the fans. A lot of them have been applauded for, for, for an away goal, yeah. So, like, you um, know, if I, if I was a footballer, the, the, the only club that I'd want to, to be coming to in the UK is Arsenal anyway, to be honest. If he goes to City, for example, he's only going to sit on the bench. Yeah. If you've got, if you've got Grealish sitting on the bench at 100 million, you're not going to go to United because they're all over the place. Chelsea, they're cheering Putin in the stands. Yeah. <laughs> It's only it's only Arsenal, so it's uh, and that's a good, you know it's everyone says it talks about projects, but that this is an exciting project, yeah. and for, for somebody that I rate as you know one of the hottest prospects in Europe, I think it's a fantastic move for him. So and for us, I think a lot of fans might be surprised how good he actually is, uh, Brandon, because you know, I watched him against Celtic in Celtic Park. Yeah. I said it previously, he tore him to shreds. Yeah, I mentioned this on a previous, last week's podcast, the game against Celtic, and it was whenever he got the ball, you could hear a buzz go around the crowd. Yeah. And just well, amazing. I, I had lunch there with a Chelsea fan the other day, one of my friends, and uh, we were trying to talk about the Mudrick deal, and I was asking him, you know, what he wants about Chelsea, but, you know, he was kind of resigned to the fact that he was going to Arsenal, and he was like, you know, why would a pair pick Chelsea over Arsenal now? Because... Mm. I, I wouldn't pick Chelsea. Well, that's what you I'm know, saying. You know, that's saying at all. So uh, the only worry I think with Modric is that they haven't had a preseason. They're only starting preseason now. Shark there, so he might be a it's bit. Still winter, uh, it's still winter break, but yeah. So he might be a little bit rusty, but um, mm. you know, I think I think if he does come, you know, you'll see see the pace he has because the pace he has it kind of reminds you of Theo Walker. Mm. Mark Overmars actually probably a bit before yeah, he was Yeah. Robert mm. Perez, even when he was before that injury against Newcastle that time, yeah, we haven't really had a winger winger of that pace in a long time, haven't we? Yeah, mm. um, it's great competition for the likes of Martinelli and Saka, you know, and you yeah. can move them across the forward line as well. You know, Martinelli yeah. can go across, Saka can go across. I can see Martinelli probably coming in the centre down the line. You know, I think I think he, his position is centre for you know he does more damage down the middle than mm. you know, but. It's great. It's a great headache to have as a manager. Isn't it just? <laughs> we mm-hmm. haven't had this. We've had headaches of bad players, but we haven't mm-hmm. had headaches of having a quality side. You know, and since the invincible season, I haven't felt this optimism in a long, long time now. You know, and mm-hmm. you know, I, I, <laughs> I don't want to be forty when I can see the next time. <laughs> 
because we were spoiled. Oh, I do. It? I want to be 40 <laughs> when you see the next time. <laughs> if you may go backwards now. Mass, <laughs> after 10 bottles of Merlo, <laughs> I'd be, I'd die a happy man. That uh, you tell you. Um, now, look, fingers crossed, lads, it's done by Friday today, and you will have the luxury. I know that you say all trees are going to the United game race next Sunday. Yeah. So that the buzz around the place, even with that signing and being top, will be for fair and United in itself, you know, so which is great, you know. Um, is there anything else, lads, you'd like to mention on the show or anything? Um, yeah, as, as, as always, um, just like to dedicate this show. Um, I don't to dedicate every episode for January to Aware, which is for depression and bipolar disorder, and to um, Dublin 15 suicide awareness as well. You know, just thought I'd give them two charities a mention for the month, you know, because January being what it is, bleak and dull, you know, people are going through tough times with economic wise and everything else so um, if you like to donate it's aware.ie and D15 Suicide Awareness on their Facebook page so I thought I'd give them a shout out um, thanks to my guests Brandon Craig and Ozzy as always cheers lads um, yeah, next week's show will be of course uh, reviewing hopefully uh, a way success to force and then a preview um, with another massive game next Sunday to Man United at home so uh, until then lads and viewers, thanks for listening and watching us. And uh, we see you again next week. And have a good week. Cheers, lads. Good morning, Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning.